the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Joining us right now is a great American patriot. He runs one of the most important organizations. That's right. One of the most important organizations on the planet, Judicial Watch. And he has been on the front lines of the affidavit fight. It's so funny. Tom, welcome to the program. As soon as I saw all this stuff happening with the corrupt judge and I said, oh, I bet I really hope Judicial Watch is on it before I could even, you know, think to text you. I, I got an alert. Judicial Watch files a lawsuit and all this. So I want you to spike the football on the affidavit. Get your take. I want your take on what's contained in there. And then we'll go from there. And just, again, phenomenal work on be, uh, Judicial Watch. Tom, the floor is yours. Hey, thank you, Charlie. appreciate the good word there. And, you know, we've been litigating federal records laws and fights about them for nearly 30 years. So, I mean, we saw that this whole fight with Trump and you know, which culminated in this outrageous raid on his home, was a sham. We had litigated this issue uh, 10, 12 years ago over Clinton records. He had tapes he kept in his sock drawer, tapes that depicted him talking to foreign leaders and members of Congress. And we took the position the Justice Department's taking now. Those are presidential records. They're potentially classified. Get them. And they told us to go jump in a lake. They said that presumably if the president has them after he leaves office, they're his. The court said no one can second guess his decision to keep records like that, personal versus presidential. And then, of course, they changed their legal position when it came to targeting Trump. And so we knew it was a sham. And sure enough, as soon as we saw this outrageous, abusive political raid, we asked the court to unseal the records. Uh, the media followed our lead. And... Um, we won. You know, A, we forced the release of the warrant. And then B, we forced the, forced the release of the affidavit that the Justice Department wanted to release, not one iota of. And the affidavit shows uh, there was no good faith basis for the raid, that the archives asserted authority and power over former President Trump it didn't have, which means their, their legal position under the law is they're supposed to take care of presidential records they have. They're not allowed to, and the law gives them no power to go after a president and say, those records should be presidential, give them to us. And so if I were President Trump, certainly this affidavit confirms they don't have a leg to stand on. I go back to the court and I say, look, you know, this, this material was turned over. Uh, you know, we, I tried to play nice here, uh, but in the end, these are my records personally, and I want them all back. And I want court recognition that what they did here was an abuse of power that hasn't been seen in American history before. There, there's so many different questions I have here. The first of which is, Tom, you're not the first one to say Cash Patel came on this program. And Mike Davis said this as well on Steve Bannon's program. It was very clear. The president has the ability to declassify whatever he wants to declassify. 
Why is this even debated, Tom? What do you mean they changed their mind or changed the law? Did Congress change a law that we are unaware of? This seems so unbelievably transparently cut and dry. Again, I'm just a layman here looking at this, but I keep on hearing people say that like you. Okay, you could declass whatever he wants. Then what's the controversy here really, Tom? Help me explain that. Well, the controversy is about what the nature of these documents are. And I'm highlighting for you that there's significant core precedent, the prior Justice Department legal position, prior archives legal position. Remember, we sued the archives over this very issue. And so their prior position had been, if he has it after he leaves office, any records, including potentially classified information, they're presumptively personal. And so I saw when it back in February, this issue first popped up, my first response was, heck, we lost on this very issue. And now the Justice Department all of a sudden uh, is saying that these records are presidential or potentially uh, should be turned over to them under the law. That's completely at odds with their prior position. And when you have lawyers and we have a Justice Department or federal deep state agencies change their position, you know, it's not about the law. It's about politics. I mean, of course it is. I just I find it extraordinary that we are raiding homes of a former president over paperwork. And I mean, so someone said the other day on television, some low IQ talking head on MSDNC. They said, well, you know, the documents weren't secure there at Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago is under Secret Service protection at all times. Have you tried going into Mar-a-Lago? How exactly are those documents not secure? You, you don't so need to worry about this, that. Tom. Go ahead. Charlie, they're not classified. You know, they may not like the idea that the president has the ability to declassify records when he's president or take them with him as part of his uh, constitutional prerogatives as president under the Presidential Records Act. So, I mean, they may be nervous about that, but the reality is the law didn't allow them to go and grab them back like that. And, uh, you know, to tell a court otherwise and to suggest that the law did is, was fundamentally dishonest. And frankly, I don't understand why the court signed on to this because he had before him, because at least they had the, the you know, the, they couldn't completely hide the debate from the court. And if I were to court and I saw that there was this dispute about the fundamental nature of the records, I would have told the Justice Department, you go back and you litigate this and you figure out what whose records these are and then come back to me because I'm not going to let you raid the president's, a, a former president's home uh, based on, as you highlight, a records dispute. Now, if a court found they're classified, uh, you know, that's one thing. You know, and the other solution could have been the president could have said to uh, President Trump could have said to them all, take the records. Um, you know, you're concerned about them. I understand. By the way, they're mine, but I'm going to give them to you. And he should have and still should and he still can preserve his, preserve his rights there that these are personal records. And now they want to change the game and change the rules and change the law. But they're personal records. And my whole point is that there was never a basis to launch a criminal inquiry here. At best, there was a debate civilly that could have been had, but they weren't interested in doing that because the rule is uh, not to enforce the law, but it's to destroy Trump. I mean, and so, but Tom, you know, the kind of mantra of Judicial Watch is no one is above the law. And I don't know if you noticed that the New York Times kind of ran with that one liner calling for the indictment of Donald Trump. And 
I mean, just if we talk about records and we talk about the preservation of information, what did Hillary Clinton do exactly? You were on the front lines of exposing all of that. I mean, this is outrageous. This is even being remotely entertained while Hillary Clinton goes and bleach bits emails and starts smashing things with hammers. Your thoughts? Yeah, but she didn't have a right to any of those records she had, unlike President Trump's prerogatives as president. She had classified information stored on an unsecure server while she was a government official and stole those records, tried to hide and destroy them. Uh, and uh, the Justice Department and the State Department, we've essentially had to force them into figuring out what went on here. And they didn't want to take the strong legal action that would be necessary, according to their new theory of the law here. And uh, on top of that, still, Bill Clinton has those tapes we talked about that include presumptively classified information. Are they going to raid his home still? This is all bunk. Let's not, you know, I know we have to talk a little bit about and should focus on the legal um, insufficiency of what they've done and the lawlessness. Uh, but that just highlights this. It's not about the records. It's about Trump. And in theory, to a degree, it's about the records as uh, we can talk about a little bit later, uh, it was more about not what Trump had per se, but what Trump had on them. Unbelievable. It's just, it's just, so, it's so extraordinary. It's so third world. So Tom, what is a special master? And do you think we're going to get one in this situation? I don't know whether the court's going to grant this request. The fact that this request has gotten so far in the federal court system is remarkable and is a positive sign for the Trump team you know, first we beat them. Um, frankly, it was not just Judicial Watch, it was the New York Times. <laughs> you know, they supported this transparency too, and other big media companies. And the Justice Department didn't want to release anything. So they lost there. And then they lost uh, against President Trump over the special master fight. Whether one gets appointed, I don't know. There should be a thorough examination by an independent judicial appointed official of these records that not only seriously protects the president's prerogatives in terms of attorney-client privilege, which isn't the only issue here, as I've highlighted. If the theory is all these records are personal, that issue needs to be adjudicated because if it turns out that there was no basis to suggest that these records were government records that were in the purview of the archives, the FBI or the Justice Department, every single one of those documents should be turned back to Trump. And in the least, he should be given apologies. Um, we'll see what else in terms of accountability, uh, which is a whole other matter. But so in closing here, Tom, what sort of, you know, what sort of grievance can Donald Trump put forward now? I mean, what's to prevent this from just raiding them, raiding every single political opponent now? The precedent here is just is just is hard to even wrap our heads around. Tom, what can possibly be done to stop this? Is there anything that could be done? Well, he may have civil rights claims. I'm, I'm no lawyer, but, uh, you know, uh, the fact is the civil rights were violated. And typically, you know, you can sue when that happens and there's an egregious violation of your rights, as I believe has already happened with Trump, not only here, but another situation was the FBI. And of course, to the degree there was a criminal misuse of government resources for political purposes to target him, uh, there should be criminal investigations into what went on here. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how much more evidence that we uh, need to share that the FBI is fundamentally corrupt, that the Justice Department is happily uh, willing to use uh, uh, and abuse the use of force to target its political enemies. People who do that shouldn't be in power. 
Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership program offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.